Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Bogetti Bunch podcast, where me and Bronte sit down and air out all of our grievances. This is our um, <laughs> our bi-weekly um, marriage counseling. It's getting pretty heated out here. She's pregnant, so we may have to go to a weekly counseling session with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Make it weekly soon. We should come up with something like where you just said, welcome to the podcast, where Bronte and I sit down and... We should come up with, like, a funny line. It's marriage counseling. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is definitely marriage counseling. Oh, wait. Before we start. What? I forgot that we were going to talk about this. So, <laughs> one a of my friend. close friends, Jim Braun, uh, you know what they say when you have friends like this, you don't need enemies, decided to send a pile <laughs> of rubber ducks. If you heard that on your mics... Um, I'm sorry. Careful, that's probably pretty loud, but... I was trying to spread them out I know. and take a look. I don't know how many it is. What was it, a hundred so they're, they're joining us today. These All these little duckies. Yeah, I don't know exactly how many it is, but... like, but is this going to trigger you? Like, is this going to get you heated? Probably. Um, I'm all... I, <laughs> I kind of go by the, uh, the Hulk line. They're like, what is your secret to not being angry? And he's like, I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> Always so angry. like I don't get more angry, but I can always use the anger. Cooper is really so emotionally stable. My mom always says that. He's like, she's like, what does Cooper think? Because he's the emotionally stable one. He's calm. Yeah. Yeah. So some of on the wall here, I got a couple rubber ducks. Yeah, but this was really funny. We we were at the Freedom Factory, and I came, I went and met you there, and then I came home early and. There was an Amazon package, and it said Cooper Spaghetti. And I was like, okay, I'm going to open this because obviously Cooper didn't buy this, so who sent this? And I opened it up. <laughs> I just started dying, and then when Cooper came, I, like, filmed his reaction to send to our friends because it was just so funny. We were dying. And This was a good gag gift. Quite a good prank. I don't know exactly what to do with them yet. Um, maybe give them out to Jeep people. Pretend I'm part of that crowd. I don't know. It, you know especially what? give them out to undeserving Jeep people. I just had an idea. You know what's called when the Jeeps do this thing? It's called you got ducked. Oh, I know. You know. <laughs> I know what it's called. We didn't talk about that. So maybe we should try and be a part of that community and, you know, duck people. Maybe there will be some enjoyment we can get out of it. Maybe it'll be a great experience and maybe it'll change our perspective on this Jeep duck thing. What do you think? Unlikely. Unlikely that I will change my opinion on it. I think it's a horrible trend. And I think that um, (laughs) if if your windshield of your Jeep looks like a child having a bath time, (laughs) then, you know, you need to figure your life out. (laughs) These will come. We're going to have ducks for me. Or then that. We should keep it for our baby. (laughs) If if your happiness is derived from a plastic duck made in china then uh you got some problems that one that one did it for you this one he's so cute (laughs) there's a square one too the square ones are kind of funny that one's cool yeah 
We saw um, a it's, Jeep. It's been getting bad. We saw a Jeep yesterday. I was craving a McFlurry. So we went to McDonald's and right behind us, this white Jeep pulls in. Should I like show the camera? Like for people who are watching there was the entire windshield. If you're watching, it was like this. It was like they bought this watching. box. Because I feel like most people do watch. If if you, it's like having 50 ducks just across your windshield. They couldn't see. There's no shot they could see. They they could not see out their windshield with this ducks. No, it's fine. Okay, well, it's not focusing, but you yeah. can just... Like, the camera is set to, like, not focus very much because... Oh, really? It kills the... It, it gets overheated if it focuses too much. Like, let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 ducks. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's, just, a, it's a problem. And people get offended when I talk bad about it. They're like, oh, people are just having fun. Like, let them live their lives. No. <laughs> I, I don't. Simply no. Like, no, your fun sucks. Like, find a different figure, kind Yeah, of get a better hobby. <laughs> Jesus. Like, oh, God. go argue with people on Twitter like I do. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your fun hobby. This is their fun hobby. I just genuinely worry that it's a hazard. No, like it's the, definitely a hazard. Like a distraction and seeing. I mean, it doesn't. That one was ridiculous where it's like, is that making your vision look a little differently in the windshield? I don't know. Obviously, you could still see mostly out your windshield, but it's definitely. I mean, if you you turn and your ducks go flying like, yeah. and then you're like. Oh. There was a guy that I was messaging with yesterday on where we were commenting back and forth. His. It was across his windshield, and then under it had LEDs, so they lit up at night. <laughs> oh, my God. That has to be a hazard. Yeah. Of LEDs on your windshield? Yeah. Like, come on. Figure it out. All right. Well, should we go more about the ducks or something No, else aside about we... the ducks. Um, one thing that I saw yesterday on, well, I guess Twitter is now X. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time on Twitter lately, mm-hmm. on X. Cooper's trying to build his Twitter, his X following. Yeah, go. That's so weird. Go follow. I'm trying to get to 10K. I feel like if I got to 10K, I'd feel important. What are you at? And now? I need life validation. <laughs> I got like 1,100. Okay. I have yeah. a little ways to go. Yeah, I'm like 10% there. Yeah. But I'm working towards it. But then, the other day, I saw this post, and it's actually something. I, I like Taco Bell, but I think they deserve this. They are getting sued for false advertising. Because their pictures look so different than what you actually get. <laughs> That's so true. And yeah. all fast food should get sued for this. Yeah. Oh, my God. McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's burgers. But, like, they show it's, like, a big, juicy, like, bunch of stuff. And then you literally just get, like, yep. the thinnest patty with some pickles on it. I'm here for it. it. I think they should get a lawsuit. Yeah. I agree. And it's going to be it's really sad. When their pictures on their wall show what a real crunch wrap looks like. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna want that. <laughs> no one's gonna buy anything. Yeah. So they're gonna have to figure something out. I I like we were talking about Taco Bell the other day. And I I like it because it's something different. I feel like most of the fast food places are burgers, fries, you know, like in that sense it's cool that it's like a Mexican fast food. But I sorry, I did say I like it. I don't know if I enjoy the food though. Like, every time you get something from there, it smells like dog food. Does it not? Every time you get a Taco Bell bag, it smells like dog food. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. That's definitely an accurate depiction. Well, like their cheese quesadilla. 
pretty good. But I'll still shovel them into my mouth like yeah. they're like somebody's trying to take them away from me. For sure. Like it's good, but it's not. I don't know how to describe it. And it's something different, which I like that. I like when I leave a fast food place and they don't know how many people are in the car. They're like, did he just order for six or for one? <laughs> you know, sometimes. Order, order 12 tacos. <laughs> I like to order more than one drink to make it seem like it's not just me. Like if you, you order two. You don't do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> if I'm by myself, I'll order two drinks to make it seem like I'm ordering for two people. Or like I'm ordering and I'm like, oh, and she'll have, even though <laughs> I'm the one eating both these meals. I make yeah, it yeah. seem like there's two people yeah. or I'm picking something up for someone else. Yeah, or you get insecure about all the food you're eating. Yeah, even like when I eat something at home and it says like family sized. And I'm like, well, this is just, you know, just a me. snack <laughs> for me. <laughs> like I don't like getting snack. shamed like this. Yeah. Like putting family sized on something I'm just going to eat in one sitting is I feel like is a, wrong. a lot of the time too because especially with, you know, chips per se. You're, you get a regular bag of chips and it's, like, this big, but there's only a fourth amount of chips actually in it, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, a family-sized bag is probably, like, a normal serving for one person. Yeah. Because they barely put any chips oh, in there's it. There's two of them. I like these those little ones. The ones that don't look like rubber ducks. You should give this one to Jessie. She will love The ones it. that don't look like rubber ducks Ooh. she likes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if they lose this lawsuit. Yeah, we, how did we get on this topic? Because you were talking about X. Taco. I saw I saw X. about Taco Bell on Twitter. Some people were saying that Twitter's like bad place where there's a lot of like, um, like racism and stuff. I haven't really? seen any of it, hmm. which I'm perfectly fine with. If that's on the app, I think my opinion on it is racism out in the open is better because you know exactly who to distrust. <laughs> it's not yeah. hidden. Like if you're like, oh, that guy's racist. I don't like him. Is better than like that's being a, secret about it. That's a that's an interesting point that I've never thought about. I don't think it's good to put out there. But yeah, I guess if you're seeing someone post that, it's like okay, I'm not gonna follow this person. Yeah, rather than just out them. themselves. Yeah, but it's still bad. Just not. Of course, it's bad. Yeah. But it's nice to just know exactly who to distrust <laughs> right away. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah. And there's also been a lot of uh, UFO testimony stuff. Um, I I like the whole debate on UFO stuff. Have you seen any of that? No, but I saw a TikTok recently, and it was something about comedians talking about the aliens, and I meant to show you. I don't know if I could say it right now, but it was so funny. Interesting. <laughs> It's so bad that you can't say it on the podcast, even though they've already said it online. <laughs> who was it? I don't know who it was. It was the TikTok, and they were, they were talking about the aliens and how they were like, you know, what if what if we're like ants to aliens? You know, like they're so highly intelligent that, you know, like we don't try to communicate with ants. Yeah. Like, maybe that's what they're like to us. And then they said something along the lines of, um, like, he was like, oh, the aliens come down and say, <laughs> like, they, what if the aliens come down and are like, men and women of Earth, but then you have people going, I'm not a woman. Yeah. Really confused the aliens. 
<laughs> like it was something I want. I gotta show you after. No, that so would be fun funny. to cancel the aliens right <laughs> off the kick. Like those humans just being like, "Well, I'm we not a woman." <laughs> we do this thing as humans where we think that we're very important or special, and like the aliens want to come down and like talk to us for our profound knowledge on mm-hmm. human existence. But what if they're not as intelligent as us? That's a very human belief to be like. We're probably smarter. No, I'm. I'm like not, we're probably. I think that that's not a uncommon I'm, thing. I'm in the middle. I'm like they could be way more intelligent than us, or what if they're not uh, even as close? Yeah, I mean, there's a chance of that, but if they got here, it's pretty unlikely that they're not smarter than us. True. But um, in my community, I like the opposite side of it. That they're like the aliens don't exist. They're distracting us from something. They're just using, the government's just using all of this as a distraction. So we're not paying attention to something else going on. Oh, I've heard things something like that Something else more before. important. They're like, yeah, pay attention to something else. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you got me. Like, I was sitting here thinking about aliens, and you're over here. Meanwhile, this was going on. Trying to take over Antarctica mm-hmm. from the penguins. Oh, poor penguins. <laughs> Move them out. I was going to say something that might get me in trouble, but yeah, I just went for Antarctica. That's a very safe continent. Nobody okay. nobody has any um, vested um, interest in Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one there to worry about besides like 20 researchers. Wait, am, am I being silly or is it Antarctica where the polar bears are? No, that's in the northern hemisphere. Isn't that where Antarctica is? No, it's in the southern. It's on the bottom of the earth. No, Antarctica is cold. Yeah. The bottom the of the earth. What's up north? What's what's up north? The North Pole, but there's not really like a landmass there. Mm. Polar bears are mostly in like way northern Canada. Really? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Not much lives down know. on the southern most tip of the earth, Antarctica. Like very very few animals even live there. Like you're telling me Antarctica is below us in yeah. Florida. <laughs> I mean, technically, if... Yeah, like, you keep going down that way. Well, yeah, if you go straight down, depends on how you look at the Earth. Do you believe it's a circle, or do you believe it's flat? I think I believe <laughs> it's a circle. You think you believe it's a circle? <laughs> Where is Ant... It's on the bottom of the Arctic. Earth. Unless you're Australian, and you believe that you're oh, on the, the top South side Pole. of the Earth. And the only thing that live there are some penguins. There's no, okay, there's no I see snakes, no is. lizards, no reptiles, no mammals, nothing. Just just some penguins. I'm but, not good at geography, so please don't judge me. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't understand if the earth is a circle or flat yet. Yeah. Or well, I think technically it's an oblate What do you sphere. think it is? It's, it's a circle. Okay. Rounded. Mm-hmm. I just never understand the the ocean thing. How it never like that used to. You know, if you look out at the ocean and it just it ends at one point, like why doesn't it go down? Like you just keep going straight forever. Well, it does curve. I mean, like a ship disappears on the horizon. Like if a ship just keeps driving away from you, yeah, straight. Like and you're looking out, mm-hmm. it will eventually dip down. Yeah. Like, you can't just use, like, a, te- a telescope and, like, see a ship mm-hmm. endless distance Forever. away. yeah. Like, I can't just look out across the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean and see Africa. 
no matter what telescope right. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that's that's where a lot of the debate comes in with the flat Earth stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, then like show me, mm-hmm. like show me Africa yeah. with a good telescope because I can see the moon and that's a lot farther away on a telescope. Right. So you should be able to see a continent that's on the other side of the Earth. But that's just, um, yeah, I don't know. We were talking about aliens, and I think that they're just distracting us. I don't know if the aliens are real, even though I've listened to a lot you do th- of people. You think they're distra- the government's just distracting us? You don't think it's They're real? definitely distracting us from something. They're always, dis- they're always playing an angle. Two things can be true. I'm surprised you say that because you believe in aliens. Two things can be true. Mm-hmm. Aliens mm-hmm. can be real, and the timing can be very convenient mm-hmm. for a distraction. Mm-hmm. They call it a psyop. Yeah. Psychological. Do you think we'll ever find if there was a distraction? Do you think we'll ever find out what they were distracting us from? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you look back in history, you're like, ah, there's been a lot of distractions. Mm. You know, they're always trying to trick us. Yeah. It's like it's like a magic show. Like when you when you look at magic, yeah, they're it's all distracting. You. They're like, look over here as I do something over here. Mm-hmm. Like look over here as I steal your wallet. Yet I can never figure out <laughs> how they're doing the trick. Because they're good at it. Yeah. You know, growing up, I used to watch a lot of um, Chris Angel. Mm-hmm. Chris Angel was the best. Yeah. His street magic. Mm-hmm. People would freak out on the street. <laughs> he's still around, right? Or no? Yeah. I think yeah, he's kind of right? just like, I think he's probably out in Vegas doing shows yeah. like they always do. They have like a I like can picture his face, but and I've definitely watched him before, but I can't think of what yeah. I watched from him. He would always do those cool things. And then there was someone else that would always do, like, the big ones in New York City where they would, like, 24 hours in ice. Mm-hmm. can't think of his name, yeah. though. Um, David Blaine. Yes. David yes. Blaine would always do, like, 24 hours standing on this crazy pillar in the things. in the wind. Oh, my God. And he would do crazy things like that. It was always kind of fun to see. Yeah. I, I don't know how he did it all. I liked – see, those kind of freak me out a little bit too much. Like, some of those – scare me I, I like regular magic you know but those are just like intense like he'll spend like 10 minutes underwater like didn't he do something like that he was really mr beast and, before mr beast. <laughs> yeah i think there was one where he's like chained up or something underwater yeah that's like one of his big they like ones. drop him chained up and he's like gotta try to figure out his way out of it yeah like that that makes me nauseous to watch because you're just like so scared for them it was always kind of fun to see though but yeah. like that was like a big thing in like I don't know why, but like 2010 was just like people on the sitting on their couch at home want to see magic. Mm-hmm. They want to see some guy walk up to them with eyeshadow mm-hmm. and show them a, a card Eyeliner. trick. Oh, they would always have like some eye Dark, makeup. Yeah. Like, have you slept ever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, are you okay? You look kind of rough over there. That's how they always. That's how they always kind of looked. Yeah. They always had that same weird deal. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, so recently, we've also been finishing up our nursery. Not finishing up. We're just starting. <laughs> no, I mean, it's pretty far along now. Like, it, like the bones are built out. Like, it's built out. We painted it, and we put up an accent wall, and then painted that a different color. All the walls are white, yeah. and then... We got new lights put in. Blue. Yes, we, we got recent finished lighting. up the closet. We put up the dresser. The closet really wasn't anything. Okay, but we did the dresser. Yeah, we... Like there's really only like one or two things left. No, we have the chair. I think our chair comes tomorrow, actually. Okay. Chair, the crib, that beanbag chair. Yeah, but those aren't like, you just put most of those things in there. Like that's just like, like a chair is just something you like put well, you in. You gotta set it up. Yeah, but you just like put it in and plug it in. Yeah. Like it took like <laughs> four hours to build that dresser. <laughs> it literally took us, we started at six o'clock and ended at ten. Yeah, I took a little break, but yeah. Yeah, a little poop break. Yeah, well, that was a pain in the butt because I was, like, crouching down the whole time and, like, putting together Ikea stuff is just... It was... The, the directions it's not hard. Don't it's just e- annoying. I don't even understand how you understand what's going on because the directions at times were not even helpful. I was like, what? This is supposed to be here? That's left? That's right? Like, Well, I speak so, Swedish, so that yeah. helps. <laughs> yeah. But the dresser looks great. Everything's coming together in there. We, you know, I'm I'm actually surprised I haven't gotten any messages like, oh, you're doing this so early or something because I kind of feel like we are. But to me, right now it's summertime, so it's so hot out. So it's mm-hmm. nice to do all these indoor activities. Like we'll do like one thing on the weekend or whatever. And then two, I'm like, might as well just slowly start to do it. Like it's just yeah. going to be ready for once we get Really, because, of course, we're doing, like, the bones of it, like, the big pieces and whatnot. And then we're just going to have, like, decorations coming in. We're going to have to organize it. And, you know, I feel pretty good right now still, so I want to do things while I feel good because I'm sure towards the end I'm going to feel a little rough again. So I'm already starting. Well, I feel pretty good. I just am having sciatica pain, which is not fun. Sciatica. My sciatica hurts. I mean, it's nice to get it done with. Yeah. So if anybody was wondering, we're at, what, 20 weeks almost? Mm-hmm. Like right right about to be at 20 weeks? That's halfway. Yeah, that Saturday is Saturday is 20 weeks. So is it early? Maybe. I mean, it's it's probably not too early to start on it. It's probably a little too early how far along we are. But like, what are we going to just leave it a construction zone for a month because it's too early to like, Yeah, right. Like we My- just painted it and then we were like, oh, well. Now we got stuff coming in, so might as well start putting it in there. We started to have like things, and we needed a spot to put them all. Yeah, that too. Like just boxes of things. We're not just going to leave it in boxes all in the room. But that also, I started. I started our registry around like fourteen weeks, I think, and I just kind of finished it. So I took my time, like a month and a few weeks, to do it. And now, like if. I'm just thinking back when I started at 14 weeks, I felt like I was doing it so early, but now I'm 20 weeks. I'm like, thank God I did it back then because now people have been asking me like, oh, I want to send you a yeah. gift. Like, and you you were meticulous about that. I heard about everything. They're like, 
You Cooper, had like four. Cooper, <laughs> Cooper. You Stop had like, right there. You had like 12 you, different pacifiers. You were like, you, but which one? I'm like, I don't know. Which one do you like? First off, and I'm like, that one. And you're like, oh, you like that one? I'm like, you had it on the list. <laughs> this is your first list. First off, you did not hear about everything. I asked you. Yeah, I'm, he's getting in trouble now. I did not ask you about everything. I asked you about like a handful of things your opinion on. I also gave you the access to the registry to add whatever you wanted. Did you did you add anything? No. I did all of it. And the handful of things I asked you about, you're going to say is a problem? It was a lot. It was not a lot. It was a lot. You're be Cooper, I put every item on there. That was a lot. That was stressful. Researching all the things, getting the good things, asking people, looking into things, a all lot of that, that stuff. A lot of that you did because you wanted to do it. Of like course, you get, because it's, yeah. that's exciting. Okay, so don't make it seem like it was some chore. You could have done it too, though. You could have found, I told you so many times, like if there's something you like, the only thing you sent me was that wall map. That's not even like a baby item. <laughs> well, I, I want our son to understand geography, unlike some <laughs> of us here. Maybe if we get him a map for the wall, he'll know when he gets to be in his late 20s yeah. where Antarctica is. Great. And I wanted to get him a tummy time pillow so that he can become strong. And like, there's different things. I understand. I understand. And um, yeah, so this is the this is what my life has been. Um, <laughs> aside from that. I have Wait, no idea. Hold on. Can you please give me at least some credit for what I've done? You've done a great job. Yeah. But also, no, can I say you stressed? No, but no, but okay, can you you've just done say a great job. Nice? I'll leave it there. Done a fantastic job. Fantastic. And everything else, how I've been reaching out to brands and working with brands, getting us stuff. Yeah, for a our lot baby. of them. A lot. This this baby is hoard out, sponsored up. Like we have to actually get. You know, T-shirts that say like it, it, the baby's gonna look like a NASCAR driver. Brands, <laughs> brands all up and no, down the onesie. It's not true. <laughs> Sponsored by, you name it. It's just gifting, pretty much that I've gotten. There's one brand for the, for the crib that I, that I more so have like actual requirements to do, and like I signed a contract. But other stuff is just like Bronte is becoming a full blown momfluencer. Yeah, I am. Uh, do you influence people to have kids as well? Or do you just influence them to spend money once they have kids? My goal is to be able to get discount codes for moms, for brands, and so that if they want to get something, they can get a discount. That's very nice. Because getting stuff for babies is not cheap. And of course, like, I mean, that's part of my job is influencing other people to buy things and I share things that I have in hopes that other people will purchase, and that's how I promote things for the brand. Do you but consider me an really like, influencer? Like, the discount codes for the baby stuff feels so much more important than just, like, having a discount code for, like, a clothing brand. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I appreciate it more now. Because it actually goes farther for people. Yeah. Like, they're, like, we were talking exactly. about the other day. It's more of a necessity. Yeah. Like, people need baby stuff. Yeah, you we, don't need a fifth dress. Right. And we went to... um. The mall yesterday because I just needed to get out of the house and we got like a few baby onesies. And, you know, every time I go go out, I kind of just look and maybe pick up one thing or two things, whatever. And 
Cooper's saying, you know, you're like, we don't need that, like, that much stuff probably. And I'm, it's hard to gauge how much you need, but Cooper's lining up ducks over here. Yeah. It's hard to gauge how much you need, but I've heard of people who are like, I've changed my baby sometimes three times in one day. So I'm like, okay, it's better to have more clothes than not enough, I feel like. And I don't feel like we have a crazy amount right now, so I'm just picking stuff up. But along with that, I'm like, you know, if we have stuff that we end up not using, it's going to feel good to be able to give it to someone or, of course, like save it for our next baby, but give it to someone who we know is having a baby and they could use it. Like people have done for us, like have yeah, given us we've diapers, a ton clothes, of stuff. I think there's like a, a there's a joy that people get from giving stuff to parents that are expecting. Yeah, it's, it's just, a, like yeah, a it's a different feeling of. Yeah, than just, like, mm-hmm. giving someone clothes. It's like, no, you're actually giving stuff for their baby. I mean, back you know, when I was, back when I was a kid and we were on the Oregon Trail traveling across country, my parents had very limited clothes for us. Most of my family <laughs> obviously passed away from dysentery, but no, we you had guys very were limited clothing. out in clothes from your mom. We looked like I was born in 94, and I every picture from me looks like I grew up in, like, 84. Like, I'm in, like, these 80s-styles clothes. They're not. A lot of them I was. I feel like I haven't seen that many baby pictures of you. The one that I'm thinking of, you're in, like, a denim jacket or something, right? Yeah. That's 80s. Yeah, that's cute. No, I would dress him, our baby, in a denim jacket right now. I was at the beach in a denim jacket in that photo. Yeah, it's probably cold. Could have been. We also don't really have a name yet, so. No. Let us know if you got any good ones. Maybe just keep calling him Cooper Jr. for now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the junior thing. Yeah. Junior mint. <laughs> junior mint. <laughs> oh Cooper Jr. for now. Um, the other day I saw this um I saw this video and it, it haunts me still thinking about this. Oh god. We were I was sitting there watching it and I remember I was sitting on the couch. And it came up, and I had to turn my phone off and put it down because it haunts me. It was a plane full of people, and every person on this plane was singing Taylor Swift, like, to the top of their lungs. And I just imagined being on that plane where every person starts singing Taylor Swift. I think that would be a great experience. You think so? That would be magical. Everybody on the plane? You know, I have a bone to pick with you. But I haven't even gotten to finish my story. Okay, finish. Like... I guess I'm pretty done, but, like, I was just thinking, like, I would have went and opened the emergency exit. I would have done I would have done one of those moves. So, I think we've At 30,000 feet, pop open the emergency exit, pressurize okay. the cabin. Like, you're so dramatic. It's pretty bad. Cooper, if you don't know this, Cooper does not like music, and that's probably one of the weirdest things that I feel like how we mesh together, because... When I'm by myself, I'm jamming out, singing, blasting music. Cooper can't do music. So I was actually thinking the other day how whenever we drive together, I don't put music on loud. Or I don't put music on at all. We no, sit you and sing s- a lot when I'm in the car. No, you do sing. You do sing a, a little lot. Bit. No, I'm not singing like the whole drive. You do sing sometimes, though. Okay, I don't do that a lot, Cooper. But you do it sometimes. Once in a blue moon. Okay. Okay, so whenever I'm very respectful, because Cooper has this thing, you know, with music, it just like, he, he's I don't like, like oh, music. it just hurts my, hurts my head, hurts my ears, whatever. 
but yet your <laughs> your fucking little air contraption <laughs> a fan that has to be on full blast all day every day and i've told you multiple times it annoys the shit out of me yet i deal with it every day in my house it's a fan yeah it doesn't need to be on it's this contraption that you've made <laughs> that's Not really like so much of a contraption that, well every time you look look it does have a lot of Dirt in it. <laughs> you have to put it out. So we have two golden retrievers. But think about that. That's that are rude. dirty. I'm so respectful of you not liking that, and that fan noise irritates me. But I don't tell you like if you're sitting in your office, you can't play music. Like, why don't you play music then? Why yeah, is it only in the I car? Do. No, sometimes I do. Yeah, not always. I put on. Well, I don't like listening to to lyric musics when I'm working, but sometimes I'll put on, like, lo-fi beats. That's what I do. Okay, but always when we're in the car, you suddenly have the urge to now listen and sing to music. I would put music on our TV, and when I'm, like, cleaning around the house or cooking, I would put music on and listen to it while I was in the house. And that probably will change when we have a baby because we're going to have, like, baby shark playing to freaking entertain him probably, you know, and stuff like that. So that's probably going to change, but I don't do that because I know no, you don't like it. he's listening to the History Channel from the days born. <laughs> from what? History Channel from the days born. From the days born. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what are you As soon saying? as you're born, History Channel, watch this World War II documentary. <laughs> you learn. Wow. Yeah, right I'm sure he's going to love that. <laughs> I mean... At a very young age, that's all I was listening to. I'm just like, to. you know, maybe you should think and be a little bit more considerate. But there's a difference when we're in a confined space versus when there's a fan yeah, on but, in our okay, two but rooms I over. I feel confined. It's um, two it's rooms two, down. Yeah, and you have it on full blast, and it's all day. It's a box I don't fan. Like it. It's a box fan with a filter on it, guys. So if you understand what that may look like. Yeah, it's a loud-ass fan. It's not just like a ceiling fan. Okay, well then. Can I throw it out? (laughs) Can I throw out your contraption? It's a fan. What, are you just going to throw away a fan? No, but the freaking box and put the fan back in the garage. It does not need to be in the house. If we... If we you want something like that, then let's get an air filter, like an actual air filter. No, I just wanted something that could move air around, like a fan does. So we have ceiling fans in the house. Put those on. They don't do the same. They're not the same. I want to horizontally move air from one room to another. In in this heat, it is nice to have more air movement. It has been a heat wave in Florida. I can't. Well, speaking of music, the other day you asked me what our wedding song was. And you were like, you don't even know. And I was like, yeah, obviously I have no idea. But I could tell you the meatballs were delicious. At our wedding. But I have physically zero idea. I don't know what the, the tune was. I don't know. I don't, I, did I dance with you? <laughs> yeah. The art, I was like, can you even name the artist? Like, it's a girl. You actually just brought her up before. Oh, was it Taylor Swift? Yes. Oh, God. So you supported the person that was steal- that owned her music before her? How dare yeah, you? I know. Wait, how did that get brought up, though? We were, ta- we were talking we were about We were watching music. The Bachelorette or something, yeah. and I was like, 
You were oh, watching. Because, I was criticizing. Yeah, we were watching The Bachelorette, and the guy like played the first song they had danced to or something at their next date, and I was like, "Oh, that's so special." <laughs> you remember it, and then I was like, "You don't even know what our wedding song is." Yeah, in my defense, <laughs> like it's just a made-up song that you thought was good. Like well, it's not like, like you know lyrics behind it. Yeah, but there's it. not like any like significance to it in our lives it's just no, like a but, song yeah but well now there is it was our wedding song that we danced to can you remember my vows no okay <laughs> can you remember mine no you were crying the That's whole time I, I couldn't even hear you <laughs> i was not okay man i was like this is freaking woman dragging this out <laughs> trying to collect herself and all this i was like ah come yeah. on hurry it up <laughs> Well, that's rude. It's like, hurry this up a little bit here. I was trying. I couldn't (laughs) stop crying. What do you want from me? Um, The other day, we finally went and saw a movie in the theaters. Finally. Oh, this was a big... How far are we into this? 36 minutes. We got past all the people that... uh, I couldn't get past the first stuff because a highly criticized movie somehow. Mm -hmm. The Sound of Freedom. Can we talk about this seriously, though? Yeah. Okay. I think we should. I think yeah. I think it's crazy that I made a post about it and some people are mm-hmm. actually, like, angry about the movie. Yeah. And if you're angry about the people that made the movie, I mean, I guess that's one thing. But being angry about the content and how you don't think that it actually... Like, the message that it portrays, like... Yeah. One guy commented, they were like, oh, there's all these documentaries and... Republicans didn't care until now. Well, maybe we should, ex- if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a movie called The S- Sound of Freedom, mm-hmm. and it's about, like, child sex trafficking, and there's, like, a whole story about yep. this brother and sister, the brother's younger and sister, and they're probably, like, five and seven years old, and they basically get roped into sex trafficking, and then it's about this... U.S. Marshal or something? Like, what would you no, call him? No, he was like a... a um, yeah. So it was, it's a true story based on yeah. Tim Ballard, who mm-hmm. actually dealt with all of this. He was a U.S. Homeland Security officer yeah, in and California. He, and it's a story about him basically realizing that a lot of the time, okay, they they capture the... They capture, like, the, the top, predators. like, the end of the line. Yeah, like, they capture the predators and the people who are doing it, but they don't really save the kids. Like, they don't find the kids. So he made it his mission to, like, go and actually save children and bring children home, which yep. is, like, incredible and what we should be focusing on, I think. And the story was just great and, like, really eye-opening but really scary and, like, sad. And one thing that really hit me was I feel like when you when – you, of that I feel like you always think of a girl like it's more so girls that it happens to but the first story it was all focused on the brother $5,000 that's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year five grand that's crazy if you drive you have to download upside the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas that's right you can earn real cash back with upside just by buying the gas you're already buying you can literally start earning cash back today i use upside every time i fill up and i've already made around two three hundred dollars you're putting gas in your car anyway why not get real cash back 
back. If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. Something just hit the door. Should you go see? No, it's probably an animal. It's probably Bowser. Yeah, what if it's an animal trying to get a chicken? I didn't hurt anything. Okay, we'll pause. I didn't see anything, but... Yeah, we're back. Okay. Rolling. So, Bronte, well, quick, was, quick tangent, should we just say? No. Okay. What, about what, the animals? Yeah. No, we'll, we'll talk about that after. Um, but, yeah, one of the things that really hit me in the movie was that the first story was about the boy, because it was a brother and sister, and they focused on, like, the boy at first. And, I mean, bringing a boy into this world, I feel like you're, you think that it's less likely to happen to them, but... It's just as likely, which is scary. Scary for girls and boys, but yeah. just don't, like, knock out that it's only a thing that happens to girls. Like, it happens to little boys, too. And it's also, like, the story's based out of the U.S., but it's actually a very common thing in the U.S. Like, I know South Florida is, like, one of the largest human mm-hmm. trafficking places in the world. Yeah, they said credits at the end, and it was, like, I think they, I think it said the U.S. is the number one yeah. country for... Like, I, I just... don't know all the statistics on that. I know some stuff is a little questionable because, like, sometimes they consider things human trafficking when it's, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like kidnapping. They're like, oh, this many mm-hmm. children are kidnapped. But usually it's, like, yeah, the father, you know, took his child from, like, the mother and they're divorced. And, mm-hmm. like, they consider that kidnapping. Mm-hmm. So sometimes but statistics. Get... Yeah. Some... Sure? That's for kidnapping. But sometimes statistics gets a little flawed. I don't oh, want to I downplay you were anything, like, but that example would be connected with sex trafficking. No, kidnap, yeah, kidnapping. Stuff. Even like sex trafficking, though, like some things that they consider it are a little hazy. Mm-hmm. They're not as like abducted a child. Yeah, sometimes they consider it like prostitution mm-hmm. when it's like a choice. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's just scary that we live in a world that that's even a thing for kids. Like, I, I was saying to Cooper, like you know if. If you're older and that's what you want to do for your life and you want to be a sex worker, like, do it. Good for you. You're over 18. That's what you want to do for your life. Go for it. But it's illegal in the, in Florida. To be, like, a prostitute? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. I'm just saying it's crazy that it's illegal. Yeah. Like, if like you're Like, it's legal older, out in, like, Nevada, for say. Yeah. But, like, if you're older and that's what you want to do, fine. But children who do not have choices and... They get forced into that and be taken away from their family. It's just like really disturbing to yeah. think about. And 
don't know. No, it's it's sad. It's a yeah. scary movie to watch and crazy and like very eye opening. That's the thing. I, I think everybody should it. watch it. That's why I've, I would encourage people to watch it because it is very eye opening. Like it makes you think just a lot about trusting people in the world mm-hmm. and doing what's best for your kids and like I don't know. Like, even the whole scene how they got abducted was this woman met the father and was like, oh, your kids would be really good for, like, this modeling agency that I'm doing. And this happened in, like, a different country, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he brings the kids to, to, like, the audition. And she's like, okay, like, you can come back. like 10 other kids there. Yeah. And she was like, come come back back at at 7 to pick them up. And then they weren't there. Like, mm-hmm. that just made me think, you know, I'll never bring our kid to something and not have my eyes on them the entire yeah. time. And like of course, like, little. you know, like a poor country, it's a lot easier to take advantage of people like that because, mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, they're they're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. He was it was a poor country. Like he was clearly like and it was a poverty ridden. And area. he was a single father, too, because we never saw yeah. something about like the mom. Yeah, that that instance that they kind of gave. But, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. that makes it a little bit more easy to manipulate yeah. and dangerous in that situation. That's why it, that's why a lot of kids are trafficked from poor countries to wealthy countries. Yeah. And then they, they also showed, remember in, towards the beginning, those little scenes of like, I think they were actual clips. Yeah, they were just. Of kids just like. Match. Yeah, literally like walking on the street, playing in the street, and someone just comes out and grabs them. And I've heard of like parents saying, you know, it's even worrisome who you trust to, you know, take your kids somewhere because you want like whoever is taking our kids somewhere, whether it's like our family or a friend, like mm-hmm. I'm making sure to them like you have your eyes on this child 24 seven, you know, like I would I'm grateful like James and Amber trust us with Jameson and Oakland and Carter, you know, like if I were to bring them anywhere, I would never let them be out of my sight in one second, you know, like things like that because you just you never know. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie kind of makes you sick watching it and just seeing what's happening and like knowing that that, you know, obviously people have a lot of gripes about this movie. I'm sure a lot of people are going to say like the story is very made up and overinflated and all this, but like the end of the day, it is happening. Yeah. Like that story, like I had this discussion on my Instagram, on my Facebook with people, that story, in my opinion, can be 100% fake and it's still good that it's bringing awareness. Yeah. I know the story is not fake. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a movie, so they will over-exaggerate draw up a little some bit. things, but like what Tim Ballard actually did is true. Yeah. But it is crazy to think that that's actually happening. Also, shout out to him because he had, what, seven kids in the movie? God damn. Yeah, his family. Seven seven kids on his own. And in the movie, too, um, there was one part he got, or actually, I don't know if I should give it away. Yeah, don't give away too many spoilers. I mean, it's a true story. He's he's had books. He's talked about this story for the last years. But basically, his wife was very in support of him going to, like, help these kids, which was really nice to Mm -hmm. see, too. And clearly, because they had, like, seven kids, so they really cared about kids. And at the end, it said, like, he saved, like, in real life, like, 120 kids, which yeah. is incredible. And then his organization saved, like, a 1,000 or something. Like, mm-hmm. he personally saved a lot. And then mm-hmm. collectively, the organization, because he was a, 
Homeland Security, so he was not supposed to be working out of the U.S. Yeah. He was kind of supposed to be in the U.S. working, Mm -hmm. which was a whole thing in itself. But, yeah, the story is crazy. Definitely worth watching. Um, There's a lot of back and forth on it. I don't don't really understand why. Crazy to me that people can be against going to see this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of different reasons I've found because I posted it on my Facebook and it got a lot of comments and reach and Mm -hmm. some of the people, it's just crazy. Like you're, you're basically against this movie and some of the arguments were, oh, you didn't care about it until this movie came out, which is a weird argument because you're like, oh, do you not want me to care about it now? Yeah, I think it's just bringing, it's bringing attention and awareness to this like, obviously, we all know what's going on in the world, but seeing a movie like that and seeing how it just brings more awareness to it. Like, and I think moving forward, it's something like, it's not that I didn't care about it before, but I think also now with having, bringing a kid into the world, it's something I want to, like, mm-hmm. be more aware of and, like, share more things about it, like how we can help or if there's any, like, good organizations that help. Yeah. You know? Well, it also, like, a movie like this helps bring... Like, um, like, there's something that you can share. Like, oh, this, like, go see it. Like, it helps bring immediate awareness. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's just, like, general awareness. Yeah. But this kind of brings, like, a, like, it to, like, a point where you can, like, oh, look at this to yeah. get your foot in the door on, like, what's going on in the world. Right. Versus, like, oh, there's news articles all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of just, like, more loosely yeah. referenced. Obviously, you can find more information if you want, but, like. This seems like a good, like, segue into everything. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Some people are just crazy. Some people are very angry about it. They don't like um, the people that made the movie for various reasons, which I get that you can do that. You know, there's plenty of people in Hollywood I don't like Mm -hmm. and plenty of movies that I don't want to see because I don't like the people. Yeah. But that kind of it is what it is. I mean, there's not really much you can do about that. I think some people... But overall, I mean, we think that it's a really impactful and eye-opening movie that we would encourage you guys to go watch it and see it and learn from it and aside from that too like it's a good movie there's good action scenes good tension like they had like it was well put together like it was like if that wasn't based on a true story it's Mm -hmm. very similar to taken if that wasn't based on a true story like it's still like a very like yeah it's a good yeah like emotional and like yeah like it's still like a well done movie. Yeah. Without like over the top stuff like every movie has mm-hmm. now. Like yeah. there's no nobody was in space. Yeah. Or doing something weird like that. There wasn't like a man's CGI or anything. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so um that's it. Sound of Freedom, guys, you should go watch it. And uh we're gonna move on from there because it's a very sad yeah. very sad lighter topic lighter topic. Um my wife hates the environment. What? Let me explain. What? If you get takeout from somewhere and you're walking oh, out okay. after you just got takeout, do you grab and you're going home to eat? Do you grab a plastic fork or knife? Yes. Why? I do. Why? You're going okay. home. <laughs> First off, I'm paying for my meal from this place. They're already giving me a bowl, a plastic lid, whatever else. So I can't just grab a fork. I'm not saying like, you can't. I'm, no, okay. I'm not saying you shouldn't. No, but you're saying it's wrong. So let me, let me. Environmentally. Let me, okay, let me, 
let me just tell my reasons as to why I do that. So I pay for my food at this place. Like, I'm going to grab a fork. Like, you supply the food and you supply the, the utensils. Then how about I'm saving money from using our water at home to wash a, to wash a fork and a knife when <laughs> I could connection. just have the fork at the place, a plastic fork. What's worse for the environment, 20 seconds of hot water running or a plastic utensil getting thrown away? Two plastic <sighs> utensils. I mean, probably the plastic utensil, but like... Does it make it? Does it really make it better to eat it with a plastic utensil? Okay, you guys have to agree. And there is this thing that, for example, Chipotle, something about eating with their forks is a different experience than eating Chipotle with a metal fork at home. Like you just have to get the Chipotle fork. It's a thing. That's how I feel about when we got Fresh Kitchen last night. Like I just want the plastic fork. It's just a different experience. That's crazy that to me because, like, I like, I you guys well know I'm not like an environmentalist or a tree hugger or anything like that, but I I dislike single use plastic. As I sit here with my water bottle, <laughs> and you you with your yeah, but usually I have my Stanley cup. How about that? Yeah, no, I'm not saying that you don't, but I just personally I dislike if I can get rid of a little bit of single use plastic on my day to day, I'm happy. I just don't like it. I've been to landfills. They're very sad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I hate that. And I understand that it's a very small drop in the bucket, but, like, it just seems so, like. That's the whole conversation. I feel like people always say, you know, you do these small things and it makes a bigger difference. But yeah. to me, I kind of feel like, I don't know, this is kind of me just saying this, <laughs> like, bigger things make a bigger impact. Like, I feel like me using a plastic fork once a week like there's something bigger i could do you know even just me myself like yeah. there probably is something bigger i could do weekly to yeah that's why that's why i stopped using toilet paper <laughs> yeah yeah it helps Stinks helps the environment it's for the environment <laughs> it is for our the environment <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah what could i do you know that's i mean if i took half the time of a shower like wouldn't that make more of a difference like water than yeah i mean it would definitely make more of a difference and you know not keeping it as cold in our house that would make more Mm -hmm. of a difference or how we don't throw out food we give it to the chickens who and we have a compost like i feel like that makes a bigger difference than me using a plastic fork once a week but that doesn't mean that they both can't be a thing no i i know but it's like when I want to have a plastic fork with my meal that I ordered from this place that I paid for. I supported this business, and I just want a plastic fork. Yeah, it just I seems just like it, it just fork. seems like we're we're already able to use a metal one because you're going home. That you might as well just do that. And well, I get your I get your take on this. I understand it. And it's funny because I was just reading that the other day, where in New York City, if mm-hmm. you get takeout. You have to specifically ask to get utensils now. Is it raining? I don't think so. You have to specifically ask to get utensils, which to me is crazy that government steps in and they're like, oh, you can't just give out sauce and utensils unless they ask. 
that should just be something that the business can decide. Yeah. I don't like the idea but of, like... But I think regardless... What, what was my point on it? I was like, if you don't ask, they're not going to give it to you. Yeah. So you, like, regardless, you should be asking. Yeah, but not really. I think it's often assumed that if you order, like, Chinese food takeout while you're at your office, you know, it's going to come with a plastic fork. I would just like always how, think to ask. Like, I Imagine just, it showed up, though, and you forgot to ask, and it just doesn't have any silver utensils. Yeah, then I'd be like, shit, I forgot to ask for utensils. I wouldn't blame it on the business. I would say, I forgot to ask you for utensils. I get it, but I guess, like... I don't know. It's it again. Like it's weird that that had to be stepped in. Like government. Yeah. Like the mayor has to step in and be like, no more giving out forks. Yeah. I think it's just like, like I went and picked up food the other day, and I ordered my food, and she was like, "Do you want utensils?" And I was like, "Yeah." You know, yeah. like it is nice when they ask, but if they didn't ask, I wouldn't expect them. And I didn't say anything. I wouldn't expect them to put utensils in. The place you bought that onesie from yesterday was ten cents for a plastic bag, for a paper bag. Yeah, what was up with that? They do that now to try to help the environment, to try to steer people away from getting bags. That's so weird. They do it in Montauk too. No, I know, but I haven't heard of it here. That's Mm. why I was actually. It's up to the business. And they get to choose. Like, I'm in the mall. I'm not going to walk around holding all my clothes in my hand. Well, if you have, like, a a bag bag. that you could just put it in. Yeah, which, okay, that's the case, but so let me go get a free bag from this store and then I'll come to you. Well, that's what they do on Long Island where we're from. It's it's five cents for a bag and they don't have plastic bags. It's all paper. Mm -hmm. So it forces, it has forced a lot of people to start using reusable bags. bags. Yeah. But in my opinion... I still don't think that should be the government's decision. I think that should be up to the individual yeah, stores. Yeah, I agree. To just, if you want to charge for bags, I think that's a great incentive because mm-hmm. nobody wants to pay five cents for a bag. Yeah. It's a great incentive, but I don't think it should be forced. But at the same time, I, do people really blink an eye if it's like 10 cents for a bag, you know? Some people don't. It's not like it's like a dollar for a bag. If it was a dollar, I'd be like, no. I think it's the principle. I think people get frustrated yeah. by it. They're yeah. like, I don't want to have to pay for this bag. True. And it's kind of like um, even like with cans and sodas and stuff, you pay like a five cents. Like you pay five cents extra in a lot of states for your drink because you can get that five cents back when you recycle it. So like mm. instead mm-hmm. of like a soda being like a dollar, it's a dollar five cents. Mm-hmm. And then you can get that five cents back by recycling. Yeah. Which is a very annoying way to do it. Mm-hmm. But they're just trying to force incentive to recycle. But then when you do things like that, then you have homeless people collecting cans on the street in droves and pushing stolen shopping carts around with mm-hmm. <laughs> with piles of cans like you see in yeah, New York make City. Their five cents. Pooping on the sidewalk and oh God. all that kind of fun stuff. You know, me and my dad saw that once in the subway. Oh my God. We were walking down. You know, it's completely common. If anybody lives in California or New York. But I had never seen that before in my life. We were going down the stairs to the subway. This was a while ago, too. But we were going down the stairs, and right at the bottom of the stairs, there was, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, like, leaned up against the wall, like, their butt back, just pooping down the wall. People in New York City, like, don't even use the subway anymore. People, like, avoid it. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that sad that, like... It's just, like, they're the two major like, cities in the U.S. 
New York City and L.A. But L.A. San Francisco doesn't have a subway. Too. No, they don't. But their public transport is also pretty yeah. sketchy. Yeah. But London has, they call it the tube. The underground. Yeah, yeah, or the tube underground. And I think that's very nice. Yeah, I guess that they're doing something right in London. Yeah. Well, there was a time in New York City where, um, I think it was Giuliani, was very strict on homeless. Mm-hmm. He was strict on a lot of things. But homeless was one of them, and it was cleaned up. Mm-hmm. He got people out of the city. Like, he would, cops would come in middle of the night, grab people, mm-hmm. you're out of here. I just, I think it's interesting how I think New York City has changed a lot. My dad, my dad lives outside of the city now, but he lived in the city his entire life, like for the last 40, 50 years. And now he's like, it's gotten so bad that he moved to Jersey, but it still always interests me how people still live there and they still are like, it's the best city in the world. It's the coolest city, it's the best, you know, even with all that's going on, which is very interesting to me. So I I don't like to fully knock on New York City because I think there is still really cool, good things about it. It's just unfortunate. Like, I feel like the other things. people often have a vested interest if they live somewhere to hype it up because, like, you're trying to make it sound more alluring than it is because, mm-hmm. like, nobody wants to be like, oh, I live in the worst place ever. Some people do no, that, but, but like, I, I think, think I think New York City, even with the, all the problems they have, there still is so many cool things that almost override it where people are like, it's still worth it. Most people are like, it's still worth it to live here, even with this. Yeah. Like, I'll accept. Yeah. I'll accept all of the yeah. nastiness. Exactly. Because it comes with all these other amazing things. And the rats that are the size of alligators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, there was a time when it was clean, though. But, unfortunately, the clean came with a lot of questionable other policies. Giuliani, the same guy, had a stop and frisk rule, which gave the cops the ability to stop any person on the street and frisk them for, like, drugs or weapons, Mm -hmm. which is very questionable. Yeah. Because 80% of the people that they stopped and frisked were not white. Mm. The cops were racially profiling. Yeah, it's not okay. Not cool. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of that altogether. Yeah. Which I don't I don't agree that it should have ever been a thing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a huge invasion of privacy. If a cop just stopped me on the street just walking down the street. Yeah. And they were like, put your hands on the wall. We're going to pat you down. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I'd be like, well, you better finger my butthole because <laughs> this is going to be a full deal here. <laughs> Ew. You're not getting off that easy, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like no. you would at least like hint to them that there's something up there so like i want to check the keister exactly like the prison wallet <laughs> you better figure oh, you better go all the way maybe take me out to dinner too <laughs> oh jeez. but all my grandfathers were nypd police when i was growing up so i spent a lot of time around that mm-hmm. they told me stories from 70s 80s 90s you know, mm-hmm. into the 2000s of being police officers in New York City and, like, what it was like. Mm-hmm. And it was not gentle when they were cops either. Yeah. A couple of them were transit. One of them was Harlem. One of them was a mounted police officer that was riot control, which he was on a police horse. And, like, when a riot would break out, he'd have to go out there with his baton and just hit people to get them to, like, stop protesting and rioting. That's crazy. It's pretty crazy in itself, you know. It yeah. Just, 
whack. You it's know? also crazy to me how New York City policemen don't make as much as like policemen do out where we grow, grow up. Yeah, well, they're also not allowed to do much. Like, you can't do anything about the homeless problem. Like, same with, like, like if you're a police officer and you see, like, a homeless man, you know, pooping on the street, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to do anything. Yeah. That is that, acceptable. That's, that's the thing my dad was saying. He was, like, he, my dad literally told me the story once where there was a homeless guy on the corner of the street literally shooting up heroin. And he went over to the cop and was like, hey, like, this guy's doing this. And the cop was like, yeah, I don't That's what happens. I can do. Yeah. So like, but they, but they do cover like, I mean, okay, they're not doing that, but I think they have more, way more things going on than out East. Yeah. They write tickets if you have illegal (laughs) tint on your car. Yeah. Literally like they just, you got them. Police out there just write tickets and apparently they make so much more than New York City cops. They all just write tickets. Yeah. That's mostly what cops do. They don't want to actually fight real crime. Yeah. They want to write tickets. That's what I mean. Like, New York City cops, I feel like, fight real crime. No. Well, they write tickets mostly. They don't stop the guy that's shooting up heroin because he doesn't no, have but any like money. If, but if there's, like, a shooting or an accident, like, that happens way more. You know, a fight or something. That happens way more in New York City than... Or, like, a robbery. No, they don't do anything for robberies. If somebody broke into your business and grabbed something and ran off, they don't do anything. Really? No. You could see that in California, too. There's people that just, like, they just, like, yeah, do the no. smashing grabs. Yeah, I've seen those. And the cops are just like, yep. Why is that? I saw a video. It was, like, this guy in a Walgreens or something stealing. It was one, it was one of those sections that was, like, locked off. I think mm-hmm. I showed you. Yeah. He was, like, burnt. He had, like, the whole thing, like, burning it, then getting it out, and he was stealing everything, and people are just standing there. Like, they just let them do that. Yeah, because you're not allowed Why? to do anything. And I saw I saw a video actually the other day, um, people going into a Gucci store in a mall, just yeah. like running out with shit. Well, there was a story the other day about um. Why don't they do anything? Employee at a Lululemon that got fired because they called the cops on somebody that was stealing. They tried oh, to yeah. stop somebody that was stealing. When you're not supposed, you're yeah, not supposed you're just to. supposed to let them go. Why? just a crazy world. I don't understand. And that's like anywhere I feel like right now. Yeah. Like I could like someone could just go into our mall and steal a store and the employees just stand there and don't do anything. Yep. And they don't get in trouble for it. They just get to walk away. That's and... so bad that it's this being like put out on the Internet. So people are seeing like, oh, shit, I could just go do that. Yeah. I mean, like you're on camera and you're going to probably like the police will come after to get you. No. I don't get that. You're pretty much really just in the clear. That. It's pretty lawless out there. It's like the wild, wild west. Yeah, but I really don't in the wild that. west, if somebody broke into your business and tried to steal something, pull out your six shooter mm-hmm. and put them down. This, yeah. if you do that, you're the bad guy. Wait, what if they have like a gun at you? Is that different than them just like taking things? Well, guns are illegal in California, so they wouldn't have one. Okay, but anywhere. Like, is that it's the more- same? No, it's the same. Because I feel like most people are just going into a store with, like, their hood on and a bag and just shoving their bag. They don't have, like, a gun to people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, a gun to people. But if you have a gun to people. Like, yeah, you don't need one. You just take stuff. But I'm saying, would are you able to hand? are the cops able to handle it differently if someone goes in at no. gunpoint? It's Come all on. the same. 
It's all the same. They just let it happen. It's kind of just like a normal thing now, like watching people steal stuff and run away. Yeah, but then crazy. it's it's crazy, too. Like the Walgreens that you're talking about is is a common one in, I think it's in L.A. or San Francisco. But it's like a common one that always gets robbed from. And if they closed it down, people would also be very mad. Mm-hmm. So, like, the community would be mad if it closed down, yet it just gets robbed from every day. Yeah. So, like, what is it? You're just gonna that? let me keep wasn't losing there money. Something with a with a Walmart. Yeah. One what was in, it? Like five or eight of the WalMarts in Chicago area closed, mm-hmm. and all the community was mad. But yeah. they were losing so much money because everything was just getting stolen, stolen from. Yeah. So right. like people were like, "Oh, how do I get my pharmaceuticals?" It's like, well, you should have been. You know, the community should have been better. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Yeah. Like. Close down. That's how capitalism works. If an area isn't making you money, mm-hmm. close the store. Yeah. Like, it's just normal. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we're getting close to wrapping it up here. I wanted to quickly talk about recent podcasts. The one with Garrett mm-hmm. did very good. Very excited about that. Thank you guys so much for watching that one and all the uh, great comments and support. Mm-hmm. I always have a self-reflection after podcasts. You always see it. Yeah. <laughs> I always have like an internal debate after a podcast like that. Like I walk away and I'm like, oh, like I, I don't think that was good. Like I don't think I asked the right things. Like I didn't have the right topics. Like um, I talked too much. Mm-hmm. I didn't let him talk enough. Like always. I I always have this accident, existential <laughs> crisis every time yeah. after a podcast. And that's just – that was a big one because – that's one of my main worries with having guests on that are that have a lot going on that are mm-hmm. very like like usually when I have a guest on they're like kind of focused on like one topic in this world like mm-hmm. they do one thing or another but him he has so much that I'm like I hope I can do it justice yeah in an hour I think and 40 he's minutes. definitely someone that like you're just gonna have to do a few with but I was actually I was thinking about this as well and I feel like with like, people, I mean, you could do this with anyone that you have on, but, like, especially maybe some of your, like, good friends, like, I mean, especially Garrett, like, I feel like you should ask him, be like, is there anything you think I could have done better or differently? Like, is there something you would have enjoyed more, like, coming on? Is there something you didn't like? Yeah. Did you feel like I talked too much? Like, I would love some constructive criticism. Like, I think that's great because it's just going to make you better, and I mean... I don't think I think you guys talked equally and he talked a lot. I know you just and I said this to you already, but I don't think you were like talking too much or anything. I just wonder if he maybe thought like, oh, I would have liked to talk about this or, you know, maybe I don't know. Like I would just ask like even like Kyle Booster Boys, like, you know, ask him like, what how was your experience? You know, what would you have any? How's your experience coming yeah, on my like, podcast? Do I turn the iPad with a tip <laughs> yeah, on there too? <laughs> yeah, like rate all these things. Like, can you fill out this form, please? Like rating your experience. Yeah. No, but actually, because your friends and people around you are the ones who are gonna like I give you constructive criticism all the time. And sometimes I'm I'm real and I'm we're har- we're harsher with each other. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah you the comments are-, are pretty harsh on me too. Sometimes. Yeah, true. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I, I agree with what they're saying, you know? Yeah. And then you learn from it. Of like, course. And I'm always trying to be better at this and but that, better conversations, better topics, questions, whatever it is. But of course, I think it's it's important to listen to, like, the fans who are commenting. But I think it's even more important to, like, 
ask the people who know you and like really genuinely care about you and your success to be like, hey, what is there any thoughts you have that I could do to make this better? Like, I honestly would love to hear if Garrett had any like thoughts on like, oh, I think you could do this, you know, Mm because he's a great businessman, you know, like I would have. He would almost probably have to listen to it back in a way. Because like when you're like when you're in the conversation, it's hard to really. Yeah. Think critically of the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're more thinking in the moment. Yeah, of course. But like if he does like go and, you know, maybe skips yeah. through and listens to parts here and there and he's like, oh, I wish like that was maybe mm-hmm. that could have been different. I would I would love to hear what he has to say. Like, I think I think that's important. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's it's a tough it's it's harder than I thought, I guess, when I first started. Mm-hmm. But it's more fun than I, I am ever imagined. It's it would never be. gonna be perfect though. No, you know, not. so like you're doing the best that you can and you just keep getting better as you go. And Yeah. There's a well, you never know the direction it's gonna go either. Mm-hmm. Like when I start, I don't know any of the like I don't really know where it's gonna end up or but what see, we're that's gonna talk where about. I've told you that I feel like you need a little bit more structure. And I feel like cause now you're saying it like Oh, I don't know where it's gonna go, and then it goes here. But now, like, did that was that bad? Did I talk too much? Did I ramble about this? But if you had more structure, maybe afterwards you'd be like, "Oh, good, I got to all my topics. Yeah. I feel good about it. I asked the questions. He but it talked would feel like a, a lot. script. No, but just like, I mean, you kind of do have your topics when you go into it, but just a little bit more, so that you don't feel after like, oh, it was. Was I talking too much? Was I all over the place? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely that's. I, don't know. I I definitely get that. And then, even more recently, I just had John on. Um, Jonathan Whitaker is his name, and that was a pretty cool one too. If you guys haven't seen that one, um, we talked about power plants and all kinds of stuff because he works at a power plant. And he's worked at nuclear power plants and all kinds of things, renewable energy. Mm-hmm. That was a very interesting one as well. But um, just kind of wanted to talk about those real quick because. Kind of nice to, it's kind of nice to do that. Recap them yeah. a little bit with you because I don't get to like recap them with the guest and yeah. you after, but I do always look at them critically and think how it could be better or change in and any that's way. Good. Even though I don't want to really change anything because I like the format. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I do wish is just longer. <laughs> Like some Which people, I disagree with. I like an hour and a half podcast. Like, yeah, at most. I think that's a good length. But some people, like I could just hang out with for like five hours. But I think it makes it more exciting. Like for sure, you can have other episodes. I, I imagine you sat down with Garrett this first time and talked for five hours. Then maybe you'd be like, oh, I went over every topic. Like I don't know, what we'd talk about yeah. the next one. Well, like him and like Kyle, I know will be back on, and like there's plenty of people. That will definitely be back on. But, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Um, If you guys haven't seen those podcasts, go check them out. The one with me and Garrett. That was a really top-tier one, one of my favorites. But um, that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Bronte, any closing words? No, that was a good one. Go watch The Sound of Freedom. Watch The Sound of Freedom. I liked all the topics we talked about. I think it's a good little podcast session. Yeah, we didn't talk about our chickens, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we we lost two chickens. Two of our best layers. Yeah, two of our big gray ones. I, so, RIP. I think it was a bobcat Coyote. that's getting them, or a, oh, okay. I think it's a bobcat because it's getting over a chain link fence. And I think a bobcat would be able to do that with a chicken. Mm-hmm. 
And it's happening in, like, broad daylight, too, so there's not much I can do. Yeah, it's happened in the morning at, like, 7.30 in the morning. So. Broad daylight. He scratched it. But that'll do it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Keep us Aussie. We'll see you next time. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.